welcome back to another special episode of Quick Spin. That's right, another bonus one, and we're talking the gear we use. And this time, we are talking tires. We're talking winter tires, reasons to change wheels and tires in general, and, you know, ways to store your wheels and tires, and, you know, ways to put those wheels back on when all is said and done. So we're covering a lot of ground in a short amount of time. So we should probably get started. But before that, we've got to pay the bills. Is it time to gear up and change out those old tires? Head to ebaymotors.com. They've got over 5 million wheels, 7 million tires, and 122 million other parts, all on one website. So whether you're changing tires in your truck or just giving that two-seater a refresh, there's always something that fits your vehicle. Get the right parts at the right prices. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. And Colin, thank you again for coming back for another one of these uh, gear we use. And uh, man, I am tired of uh, this cold weather. How, how, what, do you, what do you say about that, Colin? I like that. I, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Tired, of course, is a pun. We're being very punny today. And we're being punny because it is, I legally speaking, my attorney just sent me a notice. It is fall. Yes. It is fall, which means uh, if you live north of the Mason-Dixon or even south of Mason-Dixon in certain climates, I don't know, mountains exist, uh, it's getting ready for that big old switch to winter. Uh, yeah. Falls just a buffer for winter. I think most people would agree. Yes. I, I, and I, I pulled out my sweatshirt for the first time in four months. So we're officially out of AC zone, officially in the, in the heat zone, which means we have to get ready to do some tire changeovers because it's almost winter. Winter tires, a big deal. Would you agree, Colin? I agree. Yep. Winter tires are a lifesaver. If you've never driven on a set of good winter tires, you, you got to do it. And once you do, you're never going back. Before starting my career at AutoWeek, had never actually used uh, modern uh, winter tires. And uh, going from junk all seasons to winter tires in my first winter in Michigan was a game changer. A hundred percent agree. So the the big reason for there's a lot of reasons, obviously, to switch to winter tires. Uh, it's not just let's say your area gets cold and it doesn't snow that much. Should I should you still switch to winter tires, Colin? Yes. Now, you should do that. That was obviously a rhetorical question because the answer is obviously yes. We're talking uh, about winter tires and changing them. Of course. Uh, different tire compounds react differently to different temperatures. Now, we've all seen videos of those Mustangs leaving cars and coffees, uh, losing traction, and careening wildly into medians and crowds. There's basically one reason for that. That's cold tires. Yep. <laughs> Either cold tires or tires that are outside of their operating temperature range. Uh, now, winter tires and also snow and ice tires, which are technically a different subset of the winter tire world. If you we're talking about studless snow tires as well, they like cold roads, uh, very cold roads. The rubber is more pliable. Now, unfortunately, it does have a downside when, when it comes to spring. You got to change them out. But the, the rubber is more pliable when it's cold and the, the, the tread blocking, different. It's all, it's all to better manage and mitigate that cold weather performance. Right. And that, that sounds great. You're probably asking, well, why don't I just use winter tires year round? Well, the answer to that is the rubber wears easily. You gotta if you try and run them year round. When you get to the warm roads, they are going to melt, just like the ice that that just melted. Yeah, and also terrible performance. Generally speaking, uh, with most, especially studless ice and snow tires, very bad performance uh, when it's warm, because <laughs> the the tires fundamentally want to wiggle and move, and the tread blockings also want to wiggle to try to make that ice escape uh, and and snow build up. So when you're, let's say it's 75 degrees and you're trying to drive around your car that you, for some reason, didn't put your summer tires on yet, you're going to get A, a lot of extra heat because the tire is fundamentally softer and wants to wiggle more, and B, it's just going to not drive well. That's a big reason why you want to change them in the springtime. But regardless, we're talking about changing them in the fall time right now, which uh, it does the opposite, believe it or not, when it, when, when it gets cold. Right. 
Well, the, the next question is, what do you do with the tires that are on your car now if you switch over to winter tires? What do you do with them? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a big problem, right? Most people don't have uh, facilities, compounds, as you could say, we do at the quick spin facility and compound uh, to store, you know, three, 4,000 tires. I think uh, in the storage room, there's a lot of tires in there. Uh, most people live in like houses with garages. If you're lucky, a two-car garage, two-and-a-half-car garage, and you need to store these tires. Now you could, maybe if your local mechanic is very accommodating, they could maybe store your t- takeoffs for you, which that would be insane. I don't know any shop that would really do that. They or, should. They make good money. They, you, could, you could charge monthly fees. That's a subscription service to have your tires stored. That's the next revenue generator for your local tire shop. But you can also go to Car and Driver and check out the gear we use. This is a real tie-in. Scott Ullman, ooh, one of the marketing guys, uh, uh, he has an adjustable wall mount tire rack to store exactly this. Well, I think he's storing his summer tires, if I'm not mistaken, like in this picture. But storing your tires elevated, uh, obviously dry, away from the taking up floor space, huge deal. Also, great benefit. Absolutely. And it, it kind of looks cool. Here's the real kicker. When you have a storage system like this, like this adjustable wall mount tire rack, the real, the Galaxy brain position is to store already mounted wheels and tires. Because that saves you so much. That means you don't have to go to a tire store uh, when it comes to time, when it comes time to change your wheels and tires. And also it reduces the risk of the tire changer from tearing your sidewall or your your mounting your, your mounting bead, which I've done so many times changing wheels, changing tires. <laughs> yeah, there, there's actually a surprising amount of risk when it comes to changing out a tight to changing out a tire. I mean, you got to watch out for the the, the the tire pressure monitoring system. If you break one oh, of those, those are expensive. Yeah, there's all kinds of, of, of scratching wheels. Yep, uh, and of course, damaging your takeoff. If you're trying to save the takeoff tire, damaging the takeoff tire. Now, most modern tire changers, most tire changers, the tool, not the person. Pretty smart, pretty good about managing and mitigating risk, but still, you're having a person uh, play with a big chunk of rubber and so, these hide these sidewalls, especially on uh, run flats and stuff, all like run flat all seasons. Very not fun to change. Not at all. Yep. Kind of a pain in the the tuchus. Is it time to gear up and change out those old tires? Head to eBayMotors.com. They've got over five million wheels, seven million tires, and 122 million other parts, all on one website. So whether you're changing tires in your truck or just giving that two-seater a refresh, there's always something that fits your vehicle. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Now we kind of outlined the big, the big deal, right? The the elephant in the room, as it were, of changing tires to meet the needs of Mother Nature, a brutal, brutal mother. Uh, in that, that's not the only reason to change tires, right? Right. right. There's a bunch of reasons. I mean, not a bunch. I mean, I don't know. Depends on how you look at the world. There's at least, uh, from from my perspective, two more reasons to change either a wheel and or tire. Right. The big one for me, and I think for a lot of people too, because let's be honest, no one cares. Mo- very few people care about relative performance. A lot of them care about aesthetics. Right. For vintage cars and collector cars, that's kind of the way that things go. Because um, performance is second to actual tire aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you just drop a new set of shoes on a hippo, it'll look nice. So... Whatever you got, just put a new set of wheels and tires, and that's that's step one down down, down the line. Nothing affects how a car looks more than the rolling stock, right? You can go from a set of steel wheels and winter tires uh, on your on your uh, on your daily driver to get the you know to make sure it survives in the winter, and it looks kind of like not great because you have the generally the black uh, either universal uh, cheapy st- stamp steel wheel 
or you have uh, a gouged set of alloys or something. You know. Did you look at my car before you uh, came I, on the podcast? These are allegations that are unfounded, and I, sir, you can talk to my attorney. You know, to save your summer tires and wheels, and then you throw your nice shoes on there, and it was wrapped in good summer rubber to look, you know, on point, as the kids say. I don't know if the kids still say that. I'm old now. Uh, when the weather gets nice, you don't want to destroy good wheels and also, you know. Right, and if. If you're just sitting at Home Depot and you got an old junker, but you got a nice, attractive set of wheels and tires, someone will say, oh, he's a car guy. He knows what he's doing. Oh, that's another thing. It, it is the kind of the mating call of yes. the car enthusiast. It's like, oh, this person has a $1,000 car uh, that's sitting on $5,000 of the BBS wheels yes. and, uh, I don't know, Michelin Cup 2s or something. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's the, that's a very weird mentality in, in the enthusiast world. It's you can have a beater car, but as long as it has a good set of wheels and tires, even if you don't track it, you, you look right. You look right. Yeah, it opens up a door of possibilities. You know, you look at a beater without cool wheels, you just don't really it's think. It's a beater. Yeah, it's a beater. But if it's got, you know, like you said, BBS, oh, uh, what's under the hood? Oh, is there weight reduction? What's 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 under the back end? Is this thing, uh, why, why are there GoPros mounted the opposite way? <laughs> yeah, why is there a computer in the passenger seat? But, uh, I mean, yeah, aesthetics, obviously, uh, people, and also off-roading, too. Uh, even if people that don't go off-roading, say, such as pavement princesses or mall crawlers, I think those are the two big derogatory terms for, yep. but uh, in southeast Michigan, I'll say this much, there's no shortage of Broncos and Wranglers sitting on, like, 37s and 35s that will never see uh, a rut or m more aggressive off-roading uh, challenges than their like property up north where their cabin is. Like, yeah. uh, and so aesthetics on-road and off-road vehicles, right? The off-road design vehicles play a huge part in uh, why people buy tires. Yeah. And the last reason? Uh, performance. It's it, like if you are uh, big into autocross or big on taking your vehicle out on like either spirited driving, if you live where there are good roads, such as Los Angeles, or if you have a local track that you hit monthly or what have you, tires play such a huge role. I mean, nothing affects how a car performs more than the thing that touches the pavement, connects the car to the pavement, right? Right. It all starts right there. And there, there's a reason why car and driver requests the best performing tire available through the OEM when they do their vehicle tests, because it matters that much. They want to get as much performance and, and get a, an accurate feel for the actual vehicle. If you have a car that can come with a, a Michelin all season, and you can also get that same vehicle with a Michelin Cup 2, I, I hazard a guess and will suggest maybe that the Cup 2 will outperform that all season in literally every metric. Yes. Except cold weather performance, <laughs> which leads us back to, you know, winter tires. If you have a set of high-performance summer tires right now, and this is this is a, not a PSA because I don't care what you do all, all fundamentally, but I, I, as a person that does care a little bit about what you do because you listen to the show and you're a fan, I, I like that about you. Now is a good buffer time to really consider taking those off your car or putting your car in storage, which is another thing you could do. True. If you're a maniac who drives their sports car in the winter, yeah. I mean, plenty of options. Plenty of options, plenty of options. And you can see even more options on uh, you know carndriver.com. And uh, also autoweek.com. We do we do tire testing over autoweek.com. It's good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. And before we go, the, securing a wheel to a car. Now, this might be a hot take, Colin. You might not agree with me. Extremely important. Very, very. <laughs> Some could say the most important fasteners on your car are the either uh, lug bolts if you have a German car uh, and you haven't converted out the studs yet, or lug nuts if you have a domestic car that has lug nuts and wheel studs. Uh, very, very important fasteners. Securing that wheel, 
is number one for me. Yes, you have to make sure that it's properly tight. Otherwise, you're going to have a bumpy ride down the highway. Yeah, uh, very bumpy, some could say, when you see the wheel passing you as you're nailing the brakes. And then you see, oh, no, the car drops suddenly. It's never happened to me, but I've almost hit rogue tires before. Regardless, Colin, what would you suggest is the best way to secure said wheel to vehicle? You have to use a torque wrench. You cannot skip one. Agreed. But I've had heated discussions with my father, of all people, who does not believe in the, the, le- the legacy of the torque wrench. Uh, good enough is good enough. Gutentite, I think. He's not even German. I don't, I don't know why he does that. <laughs> sure, that's a way to do it, a way that I fundamentally don't agree with. Because you might be surprised, Colin, the various ranges of torque requirements for different applications. You know, one vehicle that says... Yeah, 80, 80 foot pounds is more than enough to secure this wheel nut to this vehicle. Unlike an F-150, they're about halfway there. Yeah, you got to keep going. And, and you know, no matter what you think, three ugga-duggas with your half-inch impact is not going to cut it. And th- that's that's another thing. Over-torquing is also a thing. Yes. So the three ugga-dug limit, the dun-dun-dun, you, you got you to gotta hear it in your head. That might even be too much for some applications as well. Right. Now, did you know there's a certain way you're supposed to torque the, the lug nuts down? But yeah, the star pattern, now the star pattern does not care how many lugs you have. No. Unless you have three, then it's kind of, that's not a car. I think it's a cart. I think that's like a golf cart you're dealing with. But if you have four, you still got to get it in X. Six, eight, ten lugs, you have to always, you're trying to even the, the torque load, the clamping load on this wheel. So you don't stress, uh, A, the wheel. And you can also, you can get brake components out of line. You can do a lot of dumb stuff. That also goes to, you don't want to kill them all. Uh, in a star pattern immediately want to bring them up evenly and get a nice final clamp on them to keep everything nice smooth and uh and locked in but i think that puts a pin in it today thank you so much colin uh over there at the gear use thank you so much for joining us and uh talk talking tires with us thank you I, I i had a blast this this chair is absolutely comfortable i can't wait to uh come back to the lounge only the only the best in the quick spin facilities but yeah you can find out more uh of what con does all day over at carandriver.com slash car gear but if you could head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to this, and drop us a five-star review, would really appreciate that. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible.